The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. For the last part of the sitting, I'd like to do a guided meditation on expanding awareness. So in this process, it's really helpful to stay connected to relaxation. So begin by consciously relaxing. And placing your attention in your head. Just take in whatever experience is in your head, whatever physical sensations you're experiencing on the surface of your head, tingling, vibration, pulsing, on your face. pressure, coolness, warmth. Inside your mouth, moisture, tingling, vibration. See if you can relax and take in the sensations of your head in a relaxed, expansive way. Not necessarily trying to direct the attention, but just receiving whatever is obvious in your experience of the head. And staying connected with that experience, allowing your awareness to expand to include the experience of your neck. So relax and see if you can let the awareness, the attention relax and spread to include the sensations of your head and your neck. Almost as if the awareness were a bubble that could be gently expanded to include your head and your neck. easiest if you don't really try to do this, but more settle back and receive the experience. Staying connected to the experience in your head and neck, allow the awareness to expand to take in your shoulders, whatever experience you're feeling there. So that your awareness is including your head, your neck, and your shoulders. Relax. Just notice what's obvious within that bubble of awareness.
and allowing the bubble of awareness to expand further now to include your head, your neck, your shoulders, and your torso. Relax. Including the experience inside the body, a three-dimensionality of the experience. From top to bottom. side to side, front to back, exterior to interior. allowing the awareness to expand further, to include the experiences in your arms, so you're connected to the experiences, the sensations in your head, your neck, your shoulders, your torso, and your arms. Relax. and allow the bubble of awareness to expand to include your hips and your buttocks connecting to the experience in the entire upper part of your body the bubble of awareness encompassing your head, your neck, your shoulders, torso, arms, hips, and buttocks. Relax. Relax the mind. It will naturally do this work of awareness when it is relaxed. Allowing the awareness to expand, the bubble of awareness to expand, to include your thighs and your hamstrings. Connecting to the experience of your head, neck, shoulders, torso, arms, hips, buttocks, thighs, and hamstrings.
relax. Allow the awareness to expand, to include your lower legs, including your knees, your ankles, and your feet. Relax, allowing the bubble of awareness to encompass your whole body. Connecting to whatever sensations are obvious within your body. Allowing the awareness of the various parts of your body to be connected Recognizing vibration, pulsing, tingling, heat, pressure. bubble of awareness to expand outward, letting go of the idea of the edges of your body, relax. Seeing if you can connect with the feeling of knowing. Almost as if the awareness, the bubble of awareness, were a very sensitive organism, fluid, sensitive organism. It extends beyond your body. Staying connected to that experience of the physical sensations, the expanded awareness of the physical experience. Allow yourself to also connect to whatever mood or mental state might be present for you. It might be subtle. But staying connected to the physical. Touch in also to your mood or emotion. Relax. No need to look too hard. It might simply be a state of ease or calm, or it might be more obvious. Staying connected to the physical experience of the body, the mood, the tone in the mind, 
allow the awareness to also intake in the experience of hearing. Again, relax. This can be a very natural movement to include hearing. You've already been including hearing as you've been taking in the instructions. Allowing this sensitive organism of awareness, the feeling of knowing, to do its work naturally. The more you relax and let go, the easier it is for this organism to do its work. Staying connected to the experience of your body, the awareness of the whole body expanding out beyond the edges of your body. Staying connected to the hearing. Staying connected to the mood or mental state. I'd like you to invite you to expand the awareness further by opening your eyes and including seeing. Relax. Taking in the experience of the body, the physical sensations of vibration, tingling, pulsing, heat, coolness, moisture, pressure, hardness. Taking in the pitch and tone of sound. Taking in the texture of the emotional, mental state. And including the form and color of seeing. Relax. And staying connected to this whole experience, I'd like you to invite you to actually look around. Start looking at things. And notice how this impacts this organism of knowing, the feeling of knowing. You can move your head. Look at things. Let yourself rest looking at things for a few moments. And notice if different experiences of connecting with different things has a different impact on this feeling of knowing. and staying connected to this experience. Go ahead and start to move your body. You can break your meditation posture if you'd like.
And we will move into, at this point, expanding the work of awareness, staying connected with this experience as much as possible, of speaking and listening. So it's definitely easier to listen in this state than to speak. In terms of staying connected, so I'd like I'd like to have this morning be an exploration of staying connected to this feeling of knowing while exploring the experience of speaking as well. So if someone is willing to begin, what I'd like to suggest because the easiest way to stay connected with the experience while speaking is to talk about what you are experiencing in the present moment. So if somebody would be willing to begin. Lauren. I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling a little more agitation rising up as I'm moving around, Um, still feeling connected to the awareness, the broad awareness. The seeing is feeling very physical. Um, It's uh, noticing that the softness of the cloth on the table, the softness of the light on the sculpture, the sharpness of the edges on the tissue box, just the organic... I guess softness again of the um, the plant, just hardness and softness and texture and the nubbliness of the carpet. They feel very physical. The sound feels very continuous, sort of with the awareness. Um, feeling my body move, feeling heat and a little bit of vibration. Things are changing. Um, as I move away from the meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not unpleasant. Um, During the meditation, there was a need. Every time a new sense got introduced, there was a little lockdown of resistance. And there was a need to put words to what was going on. But as I'm speaking, the words are not... The words are coming more naturally. It doesn't feel like something that needs to be constructed. Mm. How about the um, the mental state? The mental state is very calm, um, even though there's a little more activity in around my heart and in my body. I can feel a little bit more energy. The mental state isn't feeling agitated at all. Thank you, Lauren. Noticing the impact of the hearing on the experience. As as we go through the morning, just continually noticing the shifts and changes, both to your ability to stay connected to this experience and to the changes within the experience itself. encourage someone else to try this moving into speaking as well Maureen Maureen There's a softness 
to, I guess, the non-directedness of my attention. Before I started to speak, I could have fallen asleep. And the core of my body is more awake now. And the only sleepy feeling is a small spot in my head. Except when I speak, my breathing is very automatic. Sort of like seeing the cat across the room. Words are not attaching themselves easily to objects. <laughs> Have you noticed a shift while you were speaking? Definitely an energetic shift. And less of the shift than I expected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Initially I feel a little bit of resistance to do this because I'm just enjoying the being passive and observant and the state. Um, so while you're speaking, see if you can stay connected to right. this kind of that I don't receiving. Have to yeah. Come out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel blended with everything the sound out there, everybody in the room with objects and I feel much more integrated and whole um, deep sense of peace nothing is pushed or forced it feels really good it feels very integrated very whole There's this part that, that little part that wants to hold on to something. Mm-hmm. And it's just more of, some, more of something to let go of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In a sense, it's a little bit difficult to describe. Um, because there's so much that's that's there there's a there's a largeness to it a bigness an expansion the words i put to it for myself are the feeling of knowing yeah much less of a split and more of a just in Mm-hmm. And how has the experience of speaking impacted this 
state. It feels a little unfamiliar to speak like this because in meditation I don't speak, you know, so it, it, it feels um, new. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so you're staying connected with the experience and knowing the speaking and the entirety yeah. of the experience. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be able to speak that way? It's all right. It's okay. It's just that willingness to take the step to do it. Because mm-hmm. if I wouldn't have been willing to do it, I wouldn't, you know, have this experience. Thank you. I'm resistant to speaking. <laughs> um, my sense of smell has become acute in the <laughs> and I'm smelling like socks <laughs> and a kind of um, an acrid smell of tobacco I don't know where it's coming from but it's just as if this heightened sense of smell has attached itself to this experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's very interesting but it's distracting because it's, it's focusing me almost entirely on smell <laughs> so it's in that experience weird. right now Take in the smell. And while you're taking in the smell, expand to include the sound. And staying connected to smell and sound. Take in the body. And including any emotional experience are you able to do that Um, I'm very resistant to opening my eyes to breaking Mm. the the bubble feeling the feeling of calm and centeredness is very powerful with the eyes closed Yeah. okay so close your eyes connect to that feeling of calm and that feeling of knowing, that expansive sense of the sensations being heightened. So staying connected with that. Leaving your attention as much as possible on that experience of calm. Just allow your eyes to open, but not necessarily be drawn to the world of seeing. Kind of like settling back into the calmness. Definitely changes my mood or I become a little more agitated when I have to take everything in. Uh-huh. And I'm very aware of people and, uh-huh. and their individuality. Uh-huh. So I don't, Yeah, I'm not able to okay. let it be a big so when, screen. When it... Uh, so that's an interesting thing to notice, <laughs> that you have a, a strong pull to the visual. So recognizing that in your daily life practice. And I can smell the microphone. <laughs> 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 and it has this incredible metal quality to it. It's very interesting. <laughs> Thank you, Thank Mary Ellen. Susan. Um, I'm really having a strong experience of my mental quality, I guess, but it feels more physical. It's like... Now it feels neutral. But then there's this, like, kind of grief that comes in, kind of just like a... pain in my heart Mm -hmm. but then joy will kind of come in too Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of shifting but I have a resistance to the kind of the pain Uh when you kind of use the expansive quality does it allow for a little more movement in the 
mind states and in the physical experience. It still kind of comes in and out. Mm -hmm. It's like a longing or something, Uh you know. And uh, so, yeah, I can expand, but then there's kind of this underlying... And then there's the resistance. Uh So allowing all of that to be... One one of the things I think that happens to us is uh, something catches our attention. And when it catches our attention, it's like we go and zoom into it and forget that many things are happening. We, we, we kind of like zoom in and think, okay, I need to fix that thing or, or take care of that thing. After all, my attention's come to it, so there's a good reason for that. So, you know, do something with this thing that the attention has come to. And um, we can kind of consciously... You know, recognize that the attention has done that and, and consciously be a little more expansive and it's not try to move away from it necessarily but just allow it to be one thing among the thousands that are going on right now so that it, it, it you know it, it's there and you're aware of it and the mind doesn't have to be quite so sticky with it Thank you for sharing. I'd be grateful if this could be very quick, which is surprising for me. I just wanted to thank you. Last night I was literally back there sleeping, a little overwhelmed with some things I need to do with my family and my own little situation and the walking meditation was helpful though I only was here for 10 minutes before you but just coming in sitting down hearing your voice I just feel like I wish we could do this every day for the rest of my life (laughs) I just feel so grateful and Si se puede, like it, mm-hmm. it's possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Andrea, for sharing your your deep state of meditative absorption with us. <laughs> and uh, it's, you know, it helps us know what's possible and experience that. Right now, let's see. <laughs> I don't really have anything to say. Okay, Linda. I mean, I could I could talk about. Well, my mouth is dry. I'm aware of that. Is that is that what you want? <laughs> what my experiences? Whatever are? feels appropriate to speak to in this moment. <laughs> I don't have anything. If you if your feeling is one of not speaking, honor that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Linda. Um, I've become very aware of. Um, just the transitory nature of of everything I've been watching um, and my inclination to want to capture it because it's so beautiful to keep it and to cling to it always to have it um, there which is I think one of my greatest um Um, patterns of behavior. So it started with um, the light coming through the transom and then I I noticed that um, there's light coming both ways you know from 
the north and the south, that, um, I think your name is Susan, at the bottom of that pillar was absolutely beautiful with her, um, her shawl. And I was like, oh, I've got to draw this. <laughs> um, that lady over here trying to keep her feet warm. And then when she was speaking, um, her toes were actually almost kind of gripped around the chair leg. And I was like, oh, I've got to draw that. <laughs> and how about right now? Uh, right now. <clears throat> Just very um, overwhelmed by... Um, subtle nuances of color and, and form and temperatures and um, and I am smelling the almond butter on my sleeve from breakfast <laughs> um, and happy that and peaceful in, in that there is this this space for just resting and just for being. Thank you. Colors, <laughs> colors, <laughs> sounds, um, textures, uh, darkness and lightness, and sensation of pressure in my finger, and, uh, sensation of my heart beating, and coolness, and sounds. and some sp uh, spaciousness, I guess. Mental spaciousness? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but also spaciness, mm. a little mm. sleepiness uh -huh. too. Yeah. Um, and uh, warmth and moisture. Thank you. That spaciness. Uh, how many of you are feeling that spaciness? Okay. So right now, connecting to that, or allowing that spaciness. See if there can be a way of staying connected to the physical experience connect to sure quite if there's a sense of brightness for you in the physical realm of the, of the visual see if you can allow that kind of brightness to come into the mental world The, the spaciness, I think, is partly connected to a feeling of relaxation. Um, but we can stay relaxed and yet have the mind be still quite alert. Um, not quite so, like feeling just like drifty, foggy, hazy. So... Um, 
not trying to fight the spaciness, but sometimes bringing attention to it can also help to brighten the mind. Has anybody noticed a shift around spaciness while I've been talking about it? Yeah, Liz, do you want to describe what you're experiencing with the mic? So the when you invited the brightness of the room into the mind, it just it effortlessly shifted there. And been spending a lot of time watching the spaciness and feeling it uh, if you really look at it, it the brightness happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that it, you know, it's like that bright awareness can take in spaciness. <laughs> well, yeah, and it, it also, yeah, on the one hand, it sits on some other plane and sees it. Yes. And then if I try to feel or really, really see the spaciness, it goes away. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, my experience of it is kind of like, you know, the fog on a sunny morning, you know. But it just kind of almost evaporates or something because of that brightness of the mind. The the spaciness is really mysterious because it, it feels like it's in the head. It's... Um, I'm not sure if it's fatigue. It doesn't seem to be visual, although it can be not looking specifically at anything. Uh-huh. But it's it's very weird and interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great state to explore because we spend a lot of time there, I think. You know. <laughs> Tremendous amount of time. <laughs> Anyone else uh, want to say anything about, yeah, Lauren, about the spaciness or anything? The brightness isn't working for me. (laughs) (laughs) When you said to connect with the physicality of it, my eyelids got exceedingly heavy. (laughs) And I really, you know, I I just didn't fight it, but it was such a physical thing. And Uh I think that's, the physicality of it seems to be I'm able to be mindful of it as I talk about it, but it's still very much there. Uh-huh, okay. Um, and I, I don't know what would have happened if you hadn't said that, but I, for some reason just that heaviness seems to have taken over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's more of a sleepiness than an airiness. Uh-huh, you know? uh-huh, okay. Peter. Yeah, it's interesting, uh, the space equality. I've, I've no, been noticing that over the past few weeks off and on. Um, usually associated with meditation in some way. And uh, I explored it the other day and ended up taking a nap. So... <laughs> <laughs> you were saying I think is is one aspect of it it's just um, it's inviting us to uh, to rest or to mm-hmm. not off on on the other hand bringing brightness to it um, the way I experience it it's um, it's a little it involves intention or direction of energy. I, I don't think of it as directing energy, but that's the way I experience it. It dissipates because of the energy that comes into awareness. So you're saying that when you direct attention, that kind of spaciness dissipates? Is that what you mean? There's a little more than just directing attention. It some internal mechanism for raising energy. Okay. 
and that's invoked by seeing the brightness or bringing the brightness to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's difficult to verbalize how that works, but we do have some control over our level of mental energy. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And, and I think that's part of what's going on. Yeah. to an earlier subject. What I notice is that when sitting here in expanded awareness, thoughts will still come and go. But if I start to think about something, it's like you described, things contract. The field of awareness becomes more narrow. And for me, speaking is very much like thinking, except mm -hmm. there's a physical part that goes along with it. And so it's pretty challenging to have very expanded awareness and talk about it at the same time uh -huh. Uh -huh. for that reason. Yeah. Because it gets focused. Like there's the focusing of attention, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's, I think it's... It's a good thing to practice and to, <laughs> and to, to notice when you can. Um, and notice too, just now, when you stop speaking, can you move back? Is it pretty easy? Is it still accessible? Yes. But if I went into a long monologue, it would be less accessible. Yes. Yeah. So now, you know, just kind of coming in and out of it, uh, recognizing that it is still kind of accessible. Um, yes, and doing this has raised my level of energy also. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's still accessible. But a little less so. Uh -huh. Uh huh. Notice how it happens as you let go of the speaking and you know, if, if you can kind of reconnect again. Yeah. Thank you, Peter. One other way to explore the spaciness or, or pretty much anything that um, feels predominant or obvious is to um, see if you can recognize that there is the experience of whatever it is, the feeling of the narrowing or contracting of attention or the spaciness, or a feeling of longing. And um, so there's that. And then there's the mind's uh, recognizing it, the mind knowing it. They come together, you know, they, they come together, so... Um, and when there's a quality of something like spaciness, uh, it feels almost like that is the awareness, as opposed to being something arising in awareness. So it, it's a little closer uh, to a closer object in a way to the awareness but just can you turn or direct your attention to the fact that you know and sometimes it can help if you speak to it you could use the words um, spaciness is known kind of more landing in the side of the knowing than in the side of the spaciness. And see if there's any shift. Does this make sense? 
Anybody else want to speak? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, quickly, what you were talking about reminds me of something I've experienced a, a few times while in deep meditation and being very sleepy. Sometimes you can see the sleep right there and be able to not go into it, but you can still see it trying to happen and you recognize it as a physical thing that's going on. And there's some intention or choice about it. It takes a little bit of tension actually to, or or effort rather, to stay awake. Mm -hmm. But you can kind of sit there and it's a really interesting thing. Yeah. It's not easy to do. Yeah, yeah. And you reminded me of another another phrase that I've used to myself around this kind of thing, uh, which might be, the mind that knows sleepiness or the mind that knows spaciness is not spacey. That one has helped to point me back to the awareness piece. So noticing what your experience is right now. Knowing that in a few minutes you're going to be heading out. More engagement. Allow yourself to contemplate what the next thing you're going to do is. And notice how that impacts this experience. In this, in this contemplation, uh, see if you can envision the next things you're going to do. And let's start with standing up in the room, not jumping right away to the car or to work. <laughs> The next thing that's going to happen. Will be the, 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 the physical activity of gathering your things and getting up and moving. And in contemplating this. Envisioning. Being aware. While you're doing it. And notice also if that impacts the way your experience is happening right now. So this is a practice now of thinking and being aware while thinking. I'm hoping that you can be aware of this contemplation, recognize the impact this thinking has on this experience. And thinking of moving a little further into your day, to the driving. And uh, again, notice the impact that has on your experience. And envision being aware while driving. And, uh, you know, envisioning moving into your work or your next interactions with friends or family. And also, Noticing how that impacts you here and now. Can you think about this and stay connected to this experience? Of the the expanded awareness. And we have about four minutes. Is anybody willing to share what you noticed in that exploration? Yeah, Victor. Just more um, energized um, bodily feel of thinking ahead of the next and the next and the next, then possibly the day is somewhat undefined and possibilities. And um, it brightened up. Uh, I've been suffering sloth and toper all morning. Uh And that sort of brighten things up. Uh-huh. Um, also noticed yesterday, similar, um, making plans 
to do something that was sort of had a duration and all the steps that I was doing to get to that end result was almost not predetermined but I saw myself going through the motions like being aware of oh I'm now picking this up I'm not cl- doing this doing this all for that goal yes and it's sort of like, oh, I'm on automatic pilot, sort of. I don't really have to think about it because I have that there's an automation involved in getting to that. Uh-huh. But you were aware of that oh, yeah, process. Oh, really, yeah, really, wow. Mm-hmm. So I just sort of like turned on a function <laughs> and it just sort of rolled out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's, like, oh, it's kind of nice. <laughs> and unconscious. <laughs> and how, um, how was the experience for you of the reflection? Were you able to reflect and stay connected to, to the feeling in you? Uh, now or at the time? At the time. Yeah, it was like a ride. Okay. So I, 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 want, I hope that this is a kind of a investigation for you of the possibility of being mindful while thinking because this is a capacity we really need to learn in our daily lives. <laughs> if we think we can't be mindful while we're thinking, there's large chunks of the day that are out of bounds. <laughs> so thank you. Okay, we should stop now. Thank you all. See if you can stay connected while you start to move. <laughs> Get up and gather your things. Don't just abandon this. You know, it's it's a, it's a quality that you can touch into more easily than you might expect. <laughs>